This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen uh, of Parenting Doctors with this week's parenting podcast on speaking good into our children as opposed to prophesying the ugly. Our children go down rabbit holes of negativity. These rabbit holes usually have a start to them. Since early, early toddlerhood, we have seen temper tantrums, which have now evolved into child tantrums or tween tantrums or teen tantrums. Of course, the details are more elaborate and negativity more sophisticated, but it's essentially the same. What used to be a temper tantrum because Sherry couldn't have a popsicle before dinner is now a more elaborate, manipulative, emotional episode that involves passive-aggressive behavior. Older kids have a way of pushing buttons that can trigger difficult feelings in parents. Uh, If you are a parent, you've been there. You know about it. So consider some of these uh, button pushers. You don't love me. You don't know how to parent. You're a terrible mom. Kids may become passive-aggressive by withholding affection because they are angry. Kids may say, you don't love me, as a way to hurt back. Instead of children expressing their emotions and how they feel, instead they will say, you don't love me. You're a terrible parent. What we need to do is encourage their honest honest expression of emotions, disclosing how they feel, such as, I feel angry because you yelled at me when it was my sister who hid the remote control. Or, I feel sad by you dismissing my opinion because you thought I was joking. But instead of expressing their emotions honestly and being vulnerable, they resort to passive-aggressive subtleties, this subtle behavior, such as, you don't love me. Uh, or, uh, or instead of making statements, they resort to ignoring or withdrawing. It is then up to parents to say we don't withdraw in our family, um, enforcing the standards, reminding Uh, kids the standards in our family. We don't withdraw. We express our feelings honestly and directly. So instead of withdrawing, we express our feelings honestly. Big picture point. There's a range of behaviors that are manipulative. Lying, guilt, tripping, shaming, intimidation, using anger, and bribing. These are all forms of manipulation. Children use manipulation early in childhood and if the strategy is not addressed, it can develop the stra- they can develop the strategy into a nasty communication habit. This requires parents to be alert and address these manipulation behaviors. Even in healthy families, these types of behaviors occur on a frequent basis. Consider a five-year-old who says, If you don't play this game with me, then I'm not going to share my crayons. Now consider, ten years later, a 15-year-old, If you don't let me go out tonight... Or if you don't let me use my phone after 9 p.m., you know, then I'm going to withdraw. Which, by the way, um, a limit that families are finding to be healthy uh, is putting a deadline on the use of the smartphone since it's one hour before bed. Um, but this 15-year-old who withdraws, you know, then doesn't say goodnight, then ignores the parent in the morning. Both the 5-year-old and the 15-year-old, both of these behaviors are manipulative. Now, if we notice these things, we we need to identify the behaviors and continue to discuss standards um, at the family meetings or with our individual children. 
We may continue to see these, but we need to continue to nip these behaviors in the bud. Now, as parents, we may become stressed and not want to name the behaviors. We may get exacerbated and end up prophesying negative into the kid. We need to watch this, and we need to not do this. We might say things like, oh, there you go again with your manipulating behaviors, or there you go again withdrawing. We may get sarcastic, and we may say, there goes Phil doing his anger and withdrawal dance, or there goes Lisa with her anger episode. Avoid doing this. Instead, speak good into the kid to nip this negative cycle. When you see things starting to go south, speak good into the child. Prophesy good into the child. Remind the child who they are and their strengths and their gifts. Tell them how much you appreciate their ability to express emotions honestly. Share with them how much you appreciate their willingness to share their feelings. Identify their courage. Instill hope. Remind them of their perseverance. Remind them of who they are. Remind them of their talents. Remind them of all of their gifts. Remind them who they are and why they are so lovable. This isn't the answer to avoid the problem at hand, but this can act as a bridge at times. And this is much better at nipping things in the bud than calling out their negative cycles, prophesying the ugly. Instead, speak good into our children while reminding them of the standards, but emphasize who they are, what their gifts are, what their talents are. Call out that good. Allow that good to come forth in them. Remind them of who they are, how they're lovable, their strengths, their gifts, their talents. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on prophesying and speaking the good in our children.